Welcome everybody to the Reject Run Now podcast, people. This is a special episode. It is part of our general episodes, everybody. You're chilling with us, the Rejects, okay? Now, during this episode, you will be hearing us driving around because we're cruising, baby. But we got things to discuss, things to talk about. That's kind of a combination. Let's talk about it. Ain't that right, old man RJ? Uh-huh, it is. I agree, it is. Another combination of us rejects and talking about it. That's correct, the Mundo. So as you heard, old man RJ here on the podcast, people. Do you want to say any special, you know, hellos to the fans, everybody? Hello, rejects. How y'all doing? All right. Nice to have y'all here on another episode of Chilling with the Rejects. Normally it's called Chilling with Tony the Kid, but he has me on the... And ride with them, you know. So we're riding and we're cruising. Mm-hmm. We're about to start spending out some anger management words over here. Fact. And we're gonna let y'all know what it's all about. That's true. So as always, everybody, parental advisory is advised. There will be some f bombs dropped, FYI. So parents, if you're on your kids, make sure you got them earmuffs on, and just basically tell them, you know, when the time comes that this happens. So you know, FYI. But kids. If you're around your parents, please don't be getting in trouble because of me. I'm warning you now. If you're trying to listen to them in front of them, don't get in trouble, huh? Okay? We don't want to be being blamed for your mistakes because you are not good at hiding this stuff. That's not my fault. But I'm warning you now. All right? But and let's get to it. Don't blame old Uncle oh. RJ either. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So, let's get to it, everybody. First thing on the board to discuss because it's on my mind right now. Oh man, RJ, and it's really one of the hot topics that's going around social media right now is this whole it's Mormon time thing, right? Mm-hmm. So what we found out is that Sony decided to go ahead and release Morbius in theaters again for some odd reason, right? And guess what occurred? It flopped again. 85,000 tickets only sold. That means only 10 people watch this movie per theater which I think it only opened in the thousand theaters in the US so Sony your your great idea wasn't a great idea it was a dumb ass idea oh man RJ do you agree with me on that it was I mean okay who in the blue hell works for you because that idiot whoever decided to do this must have not thought of one thing that's in movie theaters right now. And it's called Top Gun Part 2. Maverick. That's right. You really think Morbius is going to have a chance against Maverick? Mm-hmm. You deserve that little slap in the face for doing some mediocre move like that. Exactly. Even at that, Doctor Strange 2 is still out in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. All right? I went to go see it this past Monday. Okay? I didn't know that freaking Morbius was going to come back in movie theaters and start showing again and even then I still wouldn't have done it because guess what is available for me to buy it or you watch it Morbius. Uh, on Morbius Voodoo mm-hmm. I could buy it for 20 bucks now does that mean that Morbius is probably doing well in the streaming service in the, in the buys or something like that we have yet to figure out the numbers mm-hmm. right so I think if they really pay attention to that look at that focus first. Don't be sitting here thinking that, oh my god, you mentioned about a trend or whatever, that this is, you know, another good reason for us to go ahead and put the movie out there and try to see if we can get more people to watch it because it seems like it's getting traction. But 
in reality, it's not, man. It's not what you think. I said it before and I'll say it again. Your marketing sucks. Your movies suck. Everything about you sucks. Except for certain things. Your music is good. Your video games are good. Yeah. Unless you're not in charge of the PlayStation. It is, right, Sony? That's correct. Yeah, so at least you got that going for you. You're doing good there. Why is it that your superhero movies suck? Agreed. It's like stick, into, stick to your lane, man. Stick to your lane. Or at least... Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you, and this is just helpful. You have a team that creates badass Spider-Man video games. Mm-hmm. Why can't you get that team to create a badass Spider-Man movie? Mm-hmm. That's true. They know what they're doing. I mean, I played the video game recently. I was kicking ass and loving it. Well, I mean, that's, that's true. It's, it's like... The thing, you guys, at Sony, is you have to understand... The concept is very similar. The storyline that you're creating on the video game has to be somewhat similar to creating the concept to a storyline in the movie. You had to create depth. You have to create a plot. You have to create an understanding of where this is going. You also have to create possible story spin-offs that could occur in this whole franchise that you're going to be doing. It's the same thing that you're doing in a movie. You're creating possible plot lines, franchise spinoffs, all that kind of stuff. But yet, you are not doing that for some odd reason. It's like as if you throw a movie, and this is the second time you've done this, and we talked about this before. A second time you've done a movie all by yourselves, this pertaining to a Spider-Man guy, and sit there and put so much fucking things into the movie... To the point where it's it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, why are you doing that? It's fucking ridiculous. That's, fu- <laughs> That's awesome. Ridiculous. That sounds nice. That sounds really good. I mean, it's it's classic. I mean, it's classic Sony repertoire. And I said it before when we talked about the movie, man. I just don't give Sony a good repertoire. They got lucky with freaking, you know, Venom. Venom. Because of Tom Hardy. Thank you. And at that... Like with Andrew Garfield, you had a good concept, you had a good direction, but whoever decided to add all these characters was like made no sense. The beginning of the movie was going well, Amazing Spider-Man. The middle of the movie made sense. The ending didn't make any sense. The whole the, like the conception to the ending didn't make no sense. But it's like that's where you lost us, and I'm pretty sure that's what happened with Morbius. The beginning was probably dope. The graphics was probably dope. The action was probably pretty decent. But then the whole plot from middle to the end just just went everywhere and nowhere at the same time. I think another thing that's wrong with uh, Sony is you have to... This is what I saw, said about DC Comics, and I'm going to say it to you too. Yep. Uh, and it's not DC, it's Warner Bros. But they're, those guys that were in charge of that crap fest out there, that shit fest, they're all out. Yep. Because the new guys, All Hell Shark Week, they came in and said, we don't want this shit no more. Mm-hmm. We're fixing our stuff. We don't want to be, we don't want to be broke and as dead, you know, left in the sea somewhere around there. That's right. We want to be known as epic badass movie makers. That's right. So here's the thing that will help you out, Sony, and hopefully one of those you guys listen to get this little hint that will help you out too. Character development is very important. Right. Character reaction is very important. Right. What, what is character reaction? 
the best way to get it is introducing your character that you want that nobody knows much about except for diehard fans Facts. into a movie. You introduce Morbius with Blade or Spider-Man. Uh-huh. What can you do from there? Okay, now after you introduce them and done a few things with them, boom, Jared Little can have his own movie because now you have a fan base. That's right. That's why your movie flopped. I told so many kids the same thing. I said they're going to flop with Morbius exactly <clears throat> the same way they're going to flop when we bring out all these other Spider-Man films. Because who in the blue hell knows who Madam Web is? Thank you. We know who Kraven the Hunter is. Correct. You don't. You're bringing all these fucking movies out. But the problem is you don't know who they are and you don't know how to help your fans know who they are. There's no development. That, mm. Like you said, that's a key thing to these style of movies. But even then, to these particular superhero franchises. Because not not every fucking body follows the comic books. So it's those who will follow the comic books have an understanding of what you're trying to do. But because you don't, you go to the media as if no one knows the comic books... You expect them to think that they're going to like it. And that's the problem. That's where you're failing at. You're not sticking to, or at least taking a lot of the adaption from the comic book. With the reason why Venom has been doing somewhat successfully well, especially with the first one, was they kept true to the true detective comic book that was him involved in. Or, or, some, or something detective or whatever. Detective stories or whatever case would be, right? So a lot of that came from the concept of the comic books for Venom to this movie, and that's why one of that's one of the reasons why it was successful. So it's a lot of key factors. Marvel is why they're successful is because they're keeping a lot of key factors that came from the comic books. It's those stories that they adapted, but then tweaked a little in order for us newer fans. To make sense and to enjoy, a lot of nostalgic co- costumes themselves, a lot of nostalgic moments themselves, mm-hmm. but the whole plot of everything is a little tweaked to your current liking, and it makes sense. But for some reason, Sony, you just do it and do it again. You know, shout out to Hello Cool J. You do it again and not in the right way, and that's it. But you do it and do it again and just fail at the the whole concept of things it's like you guys have this big old chalkboard of things that you want to you have in mind and it looks good but then you're like let's put here let's put that there let's put this there oh man it's gonna look great there yeah 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 let's go do this put that there it's gonna make sense here oh my god would it be so cool if he just does that let's just all put that all in the movie and then boom leave it there because the concept may it it, it should have made sense is okay he's a guy who turns into a vampire all because of a bad scientific meltdown right Mm -hmm. so boom the whole beginning of this you have you have Jared Leto having an illness he's a scientist he's trying to find a cure great now you get the whole thing you find out the reason what it is for some odd reason you're intrigued by bats because what they they heal or they're they live under extreme conditions and they still survived or some baloney like that 
pencil, you want to experiment. Okay, great, you get that. Now you turn into the experiment gone wrong, right? Now you're Jekyll in the wrong way, all right? Okay? And then all of a sudden, now you're trying to fight the, the, the batter guys because they're trying to trap you and do things to you to experiment on, and you're not trying to go with that route. And you're doing, that, 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 here comes the anti-hero, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're dipping out, and you're trying to leave or whatever, and you're making things happen, but the girl that you're in love with doesn't like what you have or doesn't like what you evolved into and has now decided to mm, help you in some type of way but also not really help you in some type of way, okay? And at that, then you escape and do whatever. Then there's a big, bad, you know, USA guy, a military dude that stops at nothing to get you so he gets the girl he tries to trap her and then you become a hero and oh my god people love you and boom now you're on to the next typical story right it makes sense it's what the direction should go to so what in all of that did you fuck up and why right why for what for what what reason man so here's what goes to show that it's we just can't trust in Sony. We cannot trust in them. And we definitely cannot <laughs> trust that with these ideas of, you know, re-releasing movies into theaters and thinking that this was going to be a great idea. Because it's not at all whatsoever, man. Not at all whatsoever to be a great idea for them to re-release a movie. But, oh man, RJ, speaking on that, I think we'll keep this episode of a, a Let's Talk About It Sony edition. So... You mentioned Madam Web, right? Yeah. We just got a a new cast member until that. She's a very well-established newcomer actress that played in Instant Family, who shined in that movie, who played in Transformers, if I'm not mistaken, The the Night or something like that, where she was one of the girl kids and she's Hispanic. And you know what I mean? She shined in that movie as well, too. And then also, too, she got her solo movie in Dora, the Explorer movie. You know what I mean? No, oh, her. Yes. So she's shining out. Like, she's an upcoming actress, especially being in Hispanic culture. That is great for her, right? That's going in the right direction. Why is it that Sony decides, oh, man, we got to get her? Famous lady. If we get her, we get her for the movie. We're gonna, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So now she's part of the Madam Web series. She's going to be in that film. But they already have an A-lister and the female B in the Madam Web, if I'm not mistaken. I can't keep a name to my, my, my head right now at the moment. But um, come on. Yeah, I forget who it is. You do have a phone and you do can't you can't Google while we're waiting and stuff like that. But it doesn't make any sense to... Why? Why do you have this, this need to get these A-lister actors... And believe that they're gonna do well for your movie at this time right now. It doesn't make any sense, does it, old man? RJ, does it make any sense to reason why they keep going after these famous so-called celebrities to have some type of background to them? Because that's the way they uh, they operate. To them, oh Dakota Johnson, Dakota Johnson, Dakota Johnson. Those 50, 40 gray, something gray, I forgot what. Oh, 50 Shades of Gray. Yeah, that. There, there you go, see? Cool. Shining so, that movie. Um, what were you asking me? I forgot. I, I kind of celebrities. Lost, but... Why does Sony have the need to grab a, a try to keep grabbing A-list of celebrities with the expectations of 
people are gonna watch. Probably to drag them in. Honestly, if you have a movie that you really don't trust yourself, what? You want to put as much celebrity power as you can. It's like, um, I forgot there was a movie that was that looked bad, was bad, and it had a good star cast. I forgot who <laughs> what it was. And you just turn and you're like, oh, wow, all these famous actors are in it, but the movie sucked. Huh? And you're just like, damn, I can't believe you have all these good actors in this movie mm-hmm. with no good direction for any of them. Right. And even your main character was, like, lost in yeah. his own role. Yeah. And that's the problem is you can't, you know, you're casting so many people. Oh, video games, too. It's the same thing in video games and in uh, movies, whatever you do, man. When you cast somebody and you're, like, focusing on WWE, there you go. Okay. WWE video game. They focus so much on graphics or actually on the wrestlers. You know, they brought in all... They gave, came up with like a thousand different John Cena's and all that stuff. Fact. I forgot what it happened, but it was 2K20. And if you look at it, oh, 2K20 yeah. came out to be the most shittiest game they made. Big time. Nobody wanted it. Not even nope. for free. Nope. That's what's happening here is you're trying to bring all these actors in, but you're not focusing on your movie. You're not focusing on the plot. You're not focusing on... The fact that nobody knows who Madam Web is except yep. for diehard Spider-Man fans. Right. Madam Web hasn't been mentioned for a while. How long? Since <clears throat> the 90s series. The, anim- yeah. the animated series. So why are you bringing the Madam Web movie out now yep. when you haven't had anything involved around her? Facts. A Madam Web movie would have been better introduced in the recent No Way Home. Yes, Exactly. Exactly, the multiverse. Because let's okay, guys. Let, let's give you some insight on who Madam Web is right at this moment right now. Madam Web is a like a mistress, m- mystical type of person who deals with the multiverse and could jump from multiverse to multiverse to multiverse because of her powers. I guess, right? Yes. Okay. That being said, this would have been the perfect plot if Sony were to work with Marvel correctly. And align their multiverse as well, too. And not be so pig-headed and stubborn-headed. Executive team of idiots, as the old man brings it. And bringing her up. So that way, it could helps them connect their multiverse in the Sony-verse itself. Right? Yes. So she would have been perfectly put in that movie, In No Way Home, to help Tom Holland connect to the rest of the Spider-Man in the series. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been a better idea. Or um, even then, Andrew Garfield if you're sitting there wanting to run with that let's run with Andrew Garfield being our main man, main man here in the Sony-verse because he's young, he's still got some niche, fans love his return in No Way Home everyone loved that part let's connect with Marvel, let's have some type of our verse too as well, put some help on your end helping develop Told uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield, and then let's run with this, right? So, there you go. Development, development. Yeah. Brought up. We could have had uh, Andrew Garfield versus Morbius. Uh huh. Spider-Man movie. Exactly. Then afterwards, you know, if you want to make Morbius a good guy afterwards, if he would have shined in the movie theater, which would have been easy because it's Jared Leto, right? Except for when he did Joker. But then again, I can't say that because look at him. And Zack Snyder's Joker. Right. Exactly. 
it's phenomenal. Like I said, it's always either the producers yep. or the director mess things up. Yes. And here, I don't know who the director was from Morbius. I don't know either. I don't know, but I do know that there are some producers who are jackasses in Sony. Mm-hmm. So, my problem is, yes, he did do, um, you know, Morbius. Mm-hmm. You sucked at it. You sucked at every Spider-Man you've done. What makes you think Man and Web is not going to suck? Thank you. So, the expectation for Man and Web, I'm sorry, but I'm setting the bar really low for this film. As much as I love the actresses that's going to be in this film... As much as I know their work, and as much as I want them to succeed, I am sorry. I cannot trust in this. I don't know if I'm willing to watch it in a theater. I mean, we're, I mean, it's part of our job, so I guess we're going to have to, of course. But I don't know. It's not something that I'm definitely not going to be looking forward to. Let's put that no, way. No, you even watch Morbius at all. Uh-huh, exactly. Now, I'm going to be honest. I am going to buy it because I do want to see it. Or mm-hmm. if it's, once the rent's available is, I'm going to rent to watch it. Then I'll decide if I do want to buy it. I don't know. Um, but that being said, we're going to move on to the next Sony character that's coming out very shortly. And that's heavily brought up a little while ago. Craven the Hunter. Now, that movie is coming out. That movie is going forward, of course. <laughs> like, even then, what is the expectation for that one, old man, RJ? <laughs> it looks shitty. I ain't going to lie. That movie looks bad in every angle I look at it. And, I mean, the actor, okay, nothing against uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, I think his name is. I'm not too sure. But, you know, he did good in Kick-Ass. That was his role. He did good as Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. But the other guy from the other movie did great as Quicksilver, too. Right. Um, But the only problem is, I've seen this guy face so many times. It's like, I can't be seeing this guy play every character in the world. Get, get somebody new. I said it before. Jared Butler from... Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler from the 300 movie mm-hmm. would have been perfect as fucking Craven the Hunter. That's true. And the reason why is because he has a physique. He has a look. He has that... If you look at him in 300, which I pretty much don't believe he did. I don't even know if he's part of your movie genre or not. But if you would have looked at him in that film, mm-hmm. you would have seen, oh shit, this is Craven the Hunter. Yeah. I don't know who's casting in your area, but if it was me, I would have gotten that fucker. Yeah. Because that fucker <clears throat> spells money no matter where he goes. Facts. You're already putting your faith on the kid who's been everywhere. Yeah. Instead of building up a new actor for this role that he can continue on like Tom Hardy did as Venom. Even then, like you're gonna, like, what's the idea behind all this? What what is the concept to you bringing in Aaron Taylor Johnson to have? And here's the thing: when we seen Craven the Hunter, and what made us like appreciate the character in the cartoon series, he was Hispanic. No, no, he's not Hispanic. I think he's uh, or South African, South African, right? South yeah, African, I think he's South African. So there you go, a South African gentleman, right? Who out there in the world is a South African actor? Right? I'm sure there's plenty of people. Muhammad Ali. Not Muhammad Ali. Uh, Ali Muhammad or something like that his name is. Uh, that's one of the characters that, or at least his people. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, there's uh, different actors. There are different characters that you could have picked at this point right now. But I agree with you in the sense of why, why him and why now? And then at yeah. that, it's like it just goes to show that the laziness that they have for 
working with these actors and working with putting into the story itself to make it seem good enough. That's it. That's the. That's actually what I'm thinking. It's laziness. Laziness. And the reason why is because you, in your mind, you think you have uh, money right in your hands. You know, you have money in your pockets. You're looking at it as that. Uh-huh. You're looking at the fact that Craven the Hunter is very popular with a lot of fans. Right. But, again, like I said before, kids are not going to know who Craven the Hunter is unless you introduce Craven the Hunter to Spider-Man. Exactly. Parents will know. Parents will be like, hey, uh, let's go watch this movie. Yep. But kids are not going to, you know, he's a Spider-Man person. Kids are not going to go over to watch it thinking, oh, okay, you know, it's, it's Craven the Hunter. Cool, let's go watch it. No, they're going to be like, where's Spider-Man at, Daddy? Yeah. Kid's going to come back home, go to school the next day, tell his buddy, don't watch it, there's no Spider-Man. There you go. That kid's going to tell the other one. That kid's going to tell the other one. Your marketing shouldn't be focused on the adults. You're looking at the fact that your marketing should be focused on the kids right away. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that are going to say, hey, this is, this guy was in Spider-Man. I liked him. He was pretty cool. Right. Let's go see what he does here. Exactly. The reason why kids know who Venom was, the reason why Venom is a, it has success all over the place. Because he's been in everything. He's he been was in, in Spider-Man 3. The, it was Spider-Man 3. The video games that Sony created with Mark Ultimate Alliance and all this kind of stuff. He was in that as well. Cartoons. The cartoons. A lot heavy in the cartoons. In the newer game that's coming out with so, in Spider-Man, he's in that one. And even in the new movie. Exactly. So it's like, like you ha- you know who this guy is, and you want him to come out there because that's you know that's the big bad villain for Spider-Man. So we gotta ha- evolve him. Yeah. Right. And that's what they're missing out on is the understanding of like we said before, and well, keep repeating it as much as we can until we get into your heads. Right. Character development is very important. Yes. Why are we even yelling at you? Yeah, exactly. That's a fun. That's a funny thing. We're fans, you know. We, you know, you know, probably don't even listen to us, or probably you do, because from what I've seen all around the world now, a lot of the shit we're talking about is getting taken care of. Yeah. Look at Shark Week. Talk about it. They fixed it. They done it. We appreciate it. And what did they listen to? They said. You know, what are those rejects talking about? Oh, uh-huh. they were talking about the table of idiots. Mm-hmm. They got rid of those table of idiots. Yep. As, as many times as we called their name, table of idiots, they're out, they're out the door. Yeah. Right? So that's why we're coming to you because we know if you listen to us, at least pay attention to the fact that we're saying build your characters up and give fans a chance to know who they are first. Yes. Before you make a movie because... Once you make that movie, right. your diehard fans are either going to love it or they're going to hate it. Yep. But at least you are going to have more money because a lot of kids and family are going to be like, Oh, he was in Spider-Man. Oh, that guy was in Spider-Man too. Exactly. Let's go watch it. Right. Why is Morbius a good guy now? You know, let's go watch. Let's see what happened. And at that too, like, is Craven the Hunter going to be a good guy or a bad guy in this film? Like, I, like... I don't know. That's the thing. is like they're trying to make all these bad guys that should be badass bad guys in the Spider-Man movie. There you go. Into good guys. Anti-heroes, actually. Yeah, that's what they call them. Anti-heroes. Yeah. Right. So, with that with that being said, that formula, that obviously, it, it's a one-off with Venom. 
But does that formula really work with every single character? No, because they try to get a big name for Morbius and look what happened. Yes. Carnage, uh, let there be Carnage. They had Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. That was good. But look at the story. Look at how long the movie took. The movie was short. Yeah. I think the movie could have done better if it had a longer length. But even I believe the director didn't know what he wanted to do with the movie. Well, that's true. But the other thing is, too, I mean, I did appreciate the storyline on how Carnage became an evil kid, right? Yeah. So, okay, great. There. But you also didn't really see him murder any recent people that made him end up in jail in the first place. No. You know, no, none of that. So, you know, there there could have been some type of story there that could have been put in that movie. But again, the, for the most part, the graphics was good. Carnage seemed like a good. The fight, the fight scenes between the two were even good. And well, we only get like one fight scene between them. Is that the end of the movie? That is true. Yeah, you're right. About Look that. what happened with why people were happy with watching Spider-Man: No Way Home. Tom Holland takes an ass whooping, literal ass whooping Facts. from Green, Green Goblin, Goblin himself in the beginning of the of the movie. Yep. Then at the end, of course, they clash again. This time when they clash, though, Tom Holland goes harder on him. Yep, goes more hardcore. Yep. And that's why people want... That's what people want to see. Think of Rocky Three, okay? Mr. T kicks Rocky's ass. Or in Rocky 1 and 2. Same thing, yeah. One, you know, they tie. Part 2, Rocky finally wins the big one, you know? Exactly. In part three, he gets his ass kicked, but at the end, he comes back and wins it. That's the formula you have to look at is, you know, you have to have the villain and the hero at least fight once. You can't live your whole life having them wait until the end of the film for them to finally clash. Exactly. Like you did with Venom part one. It's right. like repeating it all over again. Exactly. You have to have the sec for two fights at least because at least this way it gives the understanding for the good guy... To go out there, get whooped on, and be like, I lost. What do I have to do to win? So now he has to go through this whole concept of trying to overcome it and then overcome it at the end. Especially when you heard Venom say, oh, shit, that's a red one. Yes. It should have made sense. Okay, I just got my ass kicked because my boy here, Venom, is afraid of the red one that we ourselves created. Right. It should have came to the conclusion of, hey, man, we're a team. You know, we're fighting separate. Now right. let's fight this guy as a team. And let's get him. Now let's get him. That's right. So, yeah, that's that's my problem with you, Sony, is... One, you meddle too much with your directors. Mm-hmm. You meddle too much with the whole film in total. And then with you meddling so much, instead of people saying, I could have got away with it... Yeah, actually, that sounds correct. I could have got away with it if it wasn't for these meddling jackasses. <laughs> That is so true. Well, to end this show and to give you guys a proper concept to what we're trying to tell you, Sony, is the same thing we told Warner Brothers. Stop fucking with the act directors and and actors and stuff like that. Stop fucking with them. Get your story to, in, in line. Get your plot corrected. Get the idea of what you want from the film put in place correctly. And stop making all these dumbass adjustments last minute. Because if it wasn't for all those adjustments, I think, for Morbius, I'm pretty sure you would have had a decent film. But, again, who's to know that? Your repertoire, your resume, your content has not been reliable, has not been consistent 
of success has been a lot of one-off histories or one-off scenarios. The other key thing is that why do you have to be stubborn-headed and not work with Marvel? Work with them. If you own the content, you can get buco, more buco money coming from Marvel because they're assisting you in this. Your name is still going to be attached to it, but now attached in a positive way, not in a negative way, and thus makes you more successful. So, please, Sony, if you're listening to this podcast, which we hope you are, get it. Just get together, man. Get the understanding here. Understand what we're trying to tell you because it's going to make you money. That's a big key thing to you, right? To all these executives at the table. Yeah. We want money. We want the cash. We want this or that, right? And you are going to get money if you start doing the right thing. And that's. Stop being stubborn headed <laughs> and do the right thing. You're right. But, old man, RJ, what do you have to chime in on that too, as well? Pretty much. You did and said everything I wanted to say is uh, <clears throat> they just got to re- get a brand new team um, of people who know what they're doing. Get like how Marvel did, you know, or uh, they hired one guy who is in charge of all of Marvel. Facts. Foresees everything, hires the directors to do these movies and the writers and everything. And then, you know, now you have somebody who's guiding your whole process of what you want to do. But if you're tossing whatever you can toward the wall and hoping that some shit would stick. Facts. You're pretty much, you know... Gonna end up having a shitty ass wall. Facts. <laughs> That's the problem is you got nothing good going on. But if you do that, if you find, you know, find people who love the product, know what they're doing with it, put them in charge of these products, you might get something. Look what DC is doing at the moment right now. Shark Week did the same thing. Got mm-hmm. rid of all those jackasses. Mm-hmm. Now they are looking for someone to be in charge of the film division of the DC Comics itself. Mm-hmm. Just like how they, Disney did with Marvel. Uh-huh. So you could do the same thing, Sony. Yeah, definitely. And let's put it this way. The other key thing is, Sony, is that same thing what Sam Remy said in the interview. That... The difference between Sony and Marvel and the mach- why they're such a great machine to work with is because they're not focused on paying buccal money to the actor or the actress. They're not. Their main focus is let's get a dynamic team that could create a good story, that could set up the good costume, that could sit there and give us good visual effects, and could literally, literally give us a, a director that'll give us great vision and how it's going to look. All right? Then you can go in there and put a little bit bits pieces of the actors and actresses because they're going to want work. They're going to want to make an impression. They're going to want to give one of the greatest performers on the film, but you got to be smart on who you're picking and how you're picking. Yep. Right? So I agree. that's why it's a different machine. So get the notes corrected and get it right next time. Okay, Sony? So, as for me, um, anything else to say before you sign off at all right now, nope. man? I'm That's just going to tell everybody I'll sign it off because this is normally your thing. Mm-hmm. So, Ray Rejects, as always, you know, y'all have a good day, good night, good whatever it is you're doing. 
Y'all have that. And as always, Tony Kid, thank you for having me on this little reject uh, <laughs> ride along. Yeah, we call In it right sense. now. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Like reject that. ride along. <laughs> reject well, ride along. Reject ride along. We'll leave it at that name. That's pretty good. Reject ride along. Let's talk about it. But that was a good show. That was a good show. All right, guys. As always, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the next episode. We appreciate you guys for stopping on by. We'll highlight y'all later. Y'all be good. Make sure you remember to sp- follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, as well as on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to check out rejrunner.com, everybody. Y'all be safe. Please.